Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. I think I've stepped out of line in my life multiple times. The biggest impact um, recently that I've had is just saying no to like this culture of having to prove yourself, having to prove your worth and not seeing your worth already as you are. Um, And so because of that, I've been able to just define what, you know, life means to me and, and happiness means to me because I've decided to just carve my own way in my own direction by not listening to the perceptions and stuff that other people put on me. And I can guarantee like no achievement has given me that. Um, It was something that I realized for myself because I thought my gold medals was going to give me that sense of worth. Um, But once I actually got those gold medals, I felt empty because it didn't provide me what I was looking for. And it was just a inner self discovery that I had to go through of like, uncovering why um, I wasn't happy. Like, what was I hiding from or running from? Like, one of the things that I was trying to prove through sport was I'm just as good as an able-bodied athlete. And I would work above and beyond and hurt my body in the process to, to prove this. And I realized, like, wait, I have certain limits, but I also have, like, awesome qualities. And just because I have these limits doesn't take away from what I'm able to do. And once I started to honor that, um, I started to heal my body, I started to heal my self love, and I started to approach sports specifically from a place of growth and learning rather than a a place of proving myself. And that was when that that whole self love and self discovery happened. But it didn't happen until after I won my gold medals, because I realized, wait, this didn't give me what I thought it was going to give me. This didn't provide enough self-worth that I desperately wanted. You're really living in the moment. Otherwise, there's no other way to live. So you have two little girls also. You're a busy mom. The pandemic, like, I think I'm still damaged from that. I would just try and find ways to incorporate them into my programming. And so, like, sometimes I would work out outside while they were outside playing um, or I would like use my littlest one as like a weight and like it would be fun mom time, but also gave me the ability to train. Um, I would love to say like that was the best training and it all worked out. It was not the greatest training. I think if you can keep your sanity, then you can do anything. Um, because you can go through the motions and do what needs to be done. But again, I think it was just that challenge of like enjoying the moment and being in the present and, you know, accepting like, okay, this is what we're going through. And, and, you know, these are our options and I'm going to make the best out of this situation, but there's no sense in sitting in the what ifs or I wishes instead. It's like, well, this is where we're at and this we're going to do, and we're going to make the best of it and enjoy it if we can which I think sometimes takes a little bit of time to get into that, like that swing 
Like, I think it's important and okay to like take a step and be like, you know what? No, this sucks. I'm going to grieve what I knew. I'm going to allow myself to grieve that. But then I need to step up and, and move on and accept what's happening and make the best of it. Was there ever a point in your fight to compete that you just were ready to throw in the towel and you were burnt out and you needed help from friends or family just to keep moving on? Were you ever like, I just can't do it anymore? So my fight with the IPC started in March of 2021. Um and so I was going on like an emotional roller coaster of dealing with that until um, January of 2022. And around the time that we were granted the, the go ahead from the German courts was actually when I was like the most burned out. Um, and I was ready like that week. I was to the point where I, where I had accepted that I wasn't competing and to move on. Um, but because at that time I went public, it was almost like that burden that I was carrying for a year. I was able to like give little pieces of it to everyone. Um, and so that public support was that little bit extra push that I needed to like keep the momentum and finish the fight. But there's still, um, last I heard, there is still fighting because the IPC decided to continue the suit. And essentially, if they win, strip me of my medals. So it's it's still ongoing. I just, I know it'll be okay. You just have to persevere and keep going, um, even when you think you can't go anymore, because it's just going to pay off. I think the biggest thing that I've learned too, which in a sense, I was trying to like prove to myself and show myself was that not only did I have a voice, but my voice mattered. And the only way that you can use change with your voice is if you use it. Um, and so like, for me, it was really cool because I said, you know what, like I matter, my voice matter, my opinion matters, and I'm going to use it right now. And I'm really happy because like, I, I tell my kids that all the time. Right. But until we rise to those occasions, like it doesn't really matter what we say. And so I think that was for me, like the biggest I took away was like, holy cow, I that we matter. Our voices matter. Our opinions matter. But to stand up and use it when you feel like a pee up against the giant, it was it was really incredible. Have your parents uh, expressed to you the the sense that I am also that they're in like wonderment, but that they were training you your entire life to do this? I mean, we've never really had that conversation, but I could see it. Like when I my mom has never been like the traditional. So I grew up in the South. I grew up in Louisiana. And there's like a way of doing things and women are typically, they follow the lead of like our dad. But my mom has never been that way. She's always like just done her own thing, whatever is best for her family. So I think in a lot of ways, like I completely agree. Like my mom definitely trained me for this moment um, because the thing to do would have just accepted the decision and what, you know, injustice and moved on. But my mom didn't teach me to take the easy road. She taught me to take the right road, and, and that's what we did. And how old were you when you became ill and you lost your leg? 14? Right after that happened, you were a gymnast. You said, okay, I'm going to move on to snowboarding. Do you wonder who this who this 14-year-old girl was that she had the moxie to do this? I actually, I've been reflecting a lot on my life back then. When I first started snowboarding, and I remember 
told myself that like I was going to find a replacement for gymnastics. I wanted to show like, in a sense, like that younger version of myself who was so heartbroken and destroyed from cancer that we can get up and we can move on. And just because our life is different than we planned doesn't mean it can't be great. And so I wanted to show those other kids that were in the hospital with me that we still can keep going and like our lives can be freaking awesome. Um, This doesn't have to stop us. So I I just, I've always like, yeah, pulled energy and love from like communities that I'm a part of and everything I do is in a way to give back to them, but also to give back to that younger version of myself that was in pain. I'm thinking about doing at least one more games, maybe two. Um, And and so hopefully in eight years retiring from sport. And I, um, I don't know, I think speaking is in my future and helping people from a stage. Um, rather than just social media. But for now, I'm just kind of like enjoying where life takes me, um, enjoying like sharing my story online a little bit more. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just in flow of whatever happens. So snowboarding was never on my radar. I wanted to snowboard because it reminded me of a balance beam. I, I know that it wasn't the same, but it, I'm like, if I could have just like a little piece of my old life back, um, But what I loved about snowboarding when I first tried it was I was horrible at it. And like, I loved that because I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, this is something that I can like take time to learn and master and then like potentially be great. And what I liked about snowboarding as well is like, you can look up at the mountain and you're like, okay, that's my next goal. Like my next goal is to be able to ride that or like those trees over there or that snow. Um, And so it was just really easy for me to like, map out my future with it and then just by doing it I moved to Utah and by doing it some more I was like wait no I want to be a Paralympian in it um but yeah it was just that challenge and that ability to like always push myself a little bit further which I really really liked like you have a quote about life's giving you lemon let's make a a drink out of it and and Perry Perry has been when life gives you lemon squeeze harder the same attitude that the two of you have I love that. I mean, strong women.